Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. Hey, this is Paige with a super exciting announcement. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has won Best Family Podcast in the Podcasting for Business Awards 2021. What? I'm overwhelmed with joy and gratitude for all of you who have listened and shared episodes and supported me since the launch in April 2020. I'm honored to be in your earbuds and your car radios each week with new episodes about mom life and getting organized and the motivation to just do it all. I've had a blast recording solo episodes with all of the topics you've requested and guest episodes with some pretty epic people. I want to say a special thank you to Lindsay Ann Gould and the incredible podcast team who make me sound a little better with editing and the accountability to keep up with the show week after week. It's my complete joy to share this award with all of you because without your support, I couldn't have done it. Truly, my cup runneth over. Thanks again so much for listening and making this the best family podcast. Enjoy today's episode. Hi, I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? No way. Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable. So thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hey there, welcome back to another episode. Thank you so much for joining me in the month of February. If you are listening in right now and it's the month of February, I thought it would be super fun to do something that is a theme, a bit of a series that's going to happen for this month, much like I did in the month of November. If you listened to that, that was the thankfulness series. And there were 
five Mondays. And so five podcast recordings that happened in the month of November. And I talked all about having this thankfulness theme and being grateful and all of that, right? Kind of goes hand in hand with Thanksgiving, of course. And so this month, I thought in February, it would be fun to center a lot of the episodes, still, of course, keeping that organization motivation in there around our hearts. So this series is going to be called the Desires of Your Heart series. And not sure if you're familiar with this or not, but there is a Bible verse that I've loved for many years. Actually, a family friend, when Donnie and I got married, there was a family friend who had this pretty plate made with the writing on it that said, Psalm 47.3, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Have you heard that verse before? Is that one of those verses that comes to mind whenever you're kind of thinking about like, what do I love? What fires me up? What are things that my heart really latches onto? And I could just go all day and night with having this thing in my life. For me, a lot of you know, (laughs) obviously there's God, obviously there's family and organizing. It lights me up. It is a passion. It is something that gets me excited. And when I say day and night, I mean, I eat, sleep, breathe, and dream about organizing. And that is no joke. I will wake up in the morning and I will be thinking about a job that I'm getting ready to go to. I will be thinking about organizing a pantry and putting labels on them. I'm not kidding. I've had dreams where I'm putting labels on things. So guys, this is what lights me up. I'm so curious. What is it that lights you up? If it is God, if it is family, if it is organizing, or if it is something completely different, I want to say that I respect whatever it is that lights you up and that makes your heart sing. And one of the things that happened to us in 2020 was that we were faced with a lot of differing opinions. Those differing opinions were on TV. People were passionate about things that they were saying. They were going on social media, TV, podcasts, in newspapers, all over, and just word of mouth, sharing what it was that was firing them up. Now, the thing about your heart is that you can get really passionate about things that are exciting and amazing and worthwhile and loving and all that good stuff. And you can also get passionate about things that are struggles in the world, whether for you, your loved ones, or complete strangers, maybe people who are not anywhere near you geographically. And that's what's so incredible about our heart. We have the capacity to love We have the capacity to be passionate and we have the capacity in our heart to harbor things that hurt us. The nice thing about that is that it can evoke change. It can encourage us to branch out, maybe step outside of our comfort zone and do something about what we see that is wrong or Get on that bandwagon to doing something that is right and spreading love and joy and acceptance all over the world. So 
that is what's so important, I think, about the heart is that when God created us, he created us to have this multi-dimensional, multi-level capacity to love and follow our passions. I talked about that in an earlier January episode when we kicked off this new year. I joked that I was wearing a t-shirt or sweatshirt or something that said passion is everything. And it is. Why? Well, because we don't really get fired up and do anything about stuff that we're not super into. You know, we might have to do the dishes. I don't like doing the dishes. (laughs) Okay. That is my downfall. I really don't like doing the dishes. I can do laundry. I'm okay with doing laundry. Isn't that funny how like certain things make us crazy and then other things we're like, yeah, we could do that. So here's the thing. Our heart, it, it allows for us to do things we're passionate about. And it allows us to hold space for things that we're not so passionate about, but maybe just we got to get done. So again, for me, this is where, this is where the dishes come in. You know what else? I don't mind doing the laundry, but I really don't love doing the bed linens and we got a few beds at our house. So that's not my favorite thing. I don't mind rolling up some socks, putting some undies away, hanging up some shirts, folding pants and shorts. I don't mind it so much. It's oddly therapeutic for me. And I think there are people out there that could agree. Sometimes when you keep adding more people into your family, it can get a little monotonous and you're like, oh, that's a lot of therapy. I need a little less therapy today. But the truth is, I think that God has created our hearts in such a way that we are able to hold space for things that light us up and also handle things that maybe we just don't really love, right? Okay, so I kind of joke about doing the dishes and the laundry and that kind of thing because I do think that a lot of times these podcast episodes are lighter. I really like to put in that organization motivation and talk about doing things in three simple steps because I think that our lives are bombarded by things that we love and things that we don't particularly love, right? And if we love them, we want to accomplish those goals and we want to do it quickly because we're excited about the end product oftentimes. And maybe you're excited about the journey along the way too, which is really exceptionally great. That still can happen in three simple steps and be fantastic. If it's something that you got to do, or if there's something that's weighing on you that you have to deal with, that maybe you're not super excited about, well, it's nice to know that you can break those things down to three simple steps to accomplishing those things too that maybe you just got to do. So I wanted to present to you today this idea of organizing our heart. Now, what in the world does that mean? I mean, leave it to an organizer (laughs) with an organization motivation podcast to take a heart and organization and merge them together and do an episode called Organize Your Heart. What could that possibly mean? Well, I started with talking about this verse that I love, Psalm 47.3. Again, that verse goes, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Okay, so I'm going to break it down for a second. When we delight ourselves in the Lord, that could look very different to a lot of people. Some people are not motivated by things that maybe are outside themselves. I don't want to say that in a way that makes that person sound selfish. I don't mean that at all. How do I clarify this? 
Delighting ourselves in the Lord means less about us and more about what his plan is. And good heavens, in 2020, did we all just question, does he really have a plan here? Is this really what's supposed to be happening? The social unrest, the political divides, the strain and stress on trying to social distance and be away from people who we love. Talk about our hearts being tortured during 2020 and even in times in 2021. And you guys, unfortunately, I think going forward, it's going to be like this for a while. I don't think that this pandemic and I don't think that the social unrest and I don't think that the political divide is going to be going away anytime soon. And I think that's why it's so important to step outside of ourselves and step into delighting in the Lord and what his plan is. Now, just like I said, you can completely disagree with me. You can respect that I have my own opinions and they can be so totally opposite from yours. And the thing I would not like to happen is I would not like for you to listen to this episode and be completely turned off to other things that I talk about or other guests that come on the show that have amazing things to share. Because this is one segmented area that I feel like now that I have this podcast, that is an opportunity to reach out to other people who maybe I wouldn't have been able to connect with in the past. I feel like, and this is a passion of mine now, I feel like what God has asked me to do is to share some of these things that are on my heart in an effort to connect with things that are in your heart. So join me on this or stand back and cautiously listen, maybe have your own opinions. I very much respect what you feel, what you have to say, what your passions are. So let's just talk about the rest of the verse with that in mind. So I believe that when we delight ourselves in the Lord, meaning not only thinking of ourselves first and thinking of our amazing friends and family who we absolutely love and adore, and you know, some who may make us crazy, right? Like you can't choose who you're related to. Thankfully, I got to say I hit the jackpot. I have an amazing family and I'm so grateful for that. But sometimes there are people in your family you may not connect with. Sometimes there is divide and that's stressful and that hurts our heart. And that is why I'm so grateful that I have a God who has nothing to do with that that stress and that torture, absolute torture sometimes that I can go to and bring this stuff to him and just drop it, drop it at the cross, drop it right at his feet and say, I need help. I can't do this by myself. It's another thing I've talked about on this podcast ad nauseum, and I will continue to is asking for help. And especially these days when maybe we are unable to be around physically be around people who we love and adore and respect and, you know, therapists and mentors and people like that, Bible study leaders or church leaders or other organizations, business, maybe that you have a leader that has always influenced you and you've been physically able to be in the same room with them and hash out ideas and things like that. That's not super available to us these days. And so to have a direct line to a God who I believe is in charge of this all and just be able to lay this stuff at his feet instead of taking it all on myself, I think has helped my heart tremendously. 
And that brings me to the next part of the verse. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So while we're talking about taking ourselves out of that equation in the beginning of that verse, because we are delighting ourselves in the Lord, in what his plan is, that may not look anything like what our plan is. The nice thing is the back end of that verse is telling us that when we make that choice, because he has a greater plan, because he has blessings that are beyond our comprehension, things that will come out of scary trials, stressful situations, family divide, friend divide, political, social divide. Because he has these blessings in mind for us, this verse tells us that he will give us the desires of our heart. There we are. We're there. We're at the end of the verse. We're still in it. In it to win it. Okay. We delight ourselves in him. That's in prayer. We're seeking his plan because you have to trust that this doesn't necessarily look like what we as human beings can dream up. And I have to say, I take a lot of comfort in that because his dreams and plans are so much better than mine. I am so human. I am so of the flesh. I fall short. (laughs) I fall short of the glory of God. I fall short of a lot of things on a daily basis. And I'm guessing that there are maybe some feelings in your heart that make you feel like you fall short too. And that is the human side of us. That is real. I'm not taking that away from you. That is life. And God created us to be beings like that so that we have free will. You don't have to just absolutely go 100% along with what other people are saying or even what God is saying. You know, maybe there are parts of the Bible that you take issue with. Maybe there are things that you've gone to church and you've heard and you've thought, I'm not so sure about that. I don't know how I feel about that. Or I know how I feel about that. And it's not what that preacher said. And guess what? God created us to be that way. Because if we've got someone who has created us telling us what to do and, you know, making that like an oppressive type thing and not giving us the opportunity to think for ourselves, I mean, is that the kind of leader that we would want to look up to, to give our lives to? Feels a little one-sided to me. I don't think that I want to be serving a God who is oppressive and tells me what to do and expects me to do them. I like that he has created us to be passionate about things. And sometimes that passion can drive us right into trouble. (laughs) It really can. It has for me. You guys, I have a lot of words and I say the wrong words a lot. And that gets me in trouble. I've talked about being an Aries. My birthday is March 30th and I'm a fire sign and I can lose it sometimes, right? I can love Jesus and I can lose it at the same time. I can be a Christian and I can be a total failure in certain areas of my life. And I think that God gave us the opportunity to do those things so that we can learn from mistakes and we can learn that at the end of the day, we really can let go of feeling like we have to have it all figured out and we have to be perfect. Ugh, what's that? (laughs) This recovering perfectionist does not have time for that anymore. So here's what I would say. The desires of our heart 
are something that maybe many of us, and I'm, I don't know if guilty of this is the right way to say it, but in the past I thought, oh, the desires of our heart, that's what I want. I want that cute outfit that I see in the window, or I want that house that looks amazing that's on Pinterest, or I want my business to skyrocket and take off, and I want to make a lot of money out of it, or I want my kid to be the best kid on the soccer team, or the smartest kid in school, or the, you know, I could go on and on. I don't have to plant these visuals in your mind. These are things that, again, we as humans, we can cook up all the time. And the thing is, if those desires are not in line with what his plan is, it's going to be really hard to get there. There may be some luck that puts you in the right place at the right time. For me, I don't really think it's a that thing. I think all of that stuff is God-led. And sometimes you can think, oh, well, I've found myself in the wrong place, the wrong time, and all the wrongs. Wrong, 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 wrong. Nothing about it is right. And I found myself there. Do you question like, Paige, is that your God who's putting me in the wrong place at the wrong time? First of all, I'm going to say, I did not go to seminary school. I have studied the Bible in Bible studies. I have gone to church on Sunday mornings, Wednesday nights, Sunday nights, all the nights, all the days. I've done all of that. I've prayed. I have done my quiet time, but I am not an expert. I can only tell you what my heart, see, we're going back to that heart thing. But my heart tells me and the things that I take comfort in. And I will tell you that what I've learned is that in many ways, I think that our hearts, which are just this incredible muscle that is capable of so much. And like I talked about all the different capacities that it has for learning, loving, being passionate, good or bad, whatever that passion leads us to. I also believe that we can compartmentalize things. Sometimes that's healthy. Sometimes that enables us to take a really hard time, a really stressful, painful thing and set it to the side temporarily so that you can deal with other parts of your life. That is an incredible muscle, an incredible organ in our body that is not just physically functioning for us to live, but There's this true heart element that is something that's intangible. A lot of this has to do with faith. And that is incredible that the body's capable of that. And I think that if I talk about, you know, what I've said in the past where, you know, three simple steps to getting things done, breaking things down, simplifying, whether we've got these incredible goals that we have set for ourselves, or we have these very simple goals things that we want to focus on on the daily. Like I talked about in a past episode, is it just making your bed? Is it just starting yourself off on the right foot by getting out of bed, making your bed and having a more productive day when you make that initial effort? Or is it doing the dishes, which I hate doing? (laughs) Or is it stopping for a moment, taking the time to have a chat with our kids, even when we're super busy and we're trying to get stuff done? Is it taking that phone call from somebody who is craving that interaction with you because right now we can't be together and that phone call is super important. Our hearts are capable of so many things. And when we simplify the hard stuff and we simplify the awesome, exciting stuff, we can get to the other end of that a little faster and a little simpler. So I've talked in the past about 
three simple steps for organizing and styling your space or organizing and styling your schedule to get to the goals that you want to get to. Well, today, I just want to quickly talk about how we can actually organize our heart. And that could be as simple as three steps. I'm going to present this to you. And as I've said, if you go back to episode one and you've listened to the three E's philosophy, it's just three words, essentials, enhancements, and extras that I focus on simply because I just get overwhelmed a lot. I have a lot of anxiety and stress that can creep in that can make me feel frustrated faster instead of excited about things. And so I've just learned that, especially being a teacher and having a full classroom of kids and being a mom and having a couple kids and people around me constantly who are needing things or things need to be done, that to simplify something to three simple steps, that's almost like a beginning, middle and end that helps me focus a lot. So what I want to leave you with today, if you are struggling right now, or maybe you're not struggling, maybe you see things super clearly these days, either way, I would love to leave you with a suggestion of something that I like to focus on when I think of the three E's, when it comes to the desires of my heart. My essential thing for me is to pray because whether I am with somebody physically who I love and appreciate and value their opinions, or I'm far, far away, I know that I can have that direct line to God and praying makes me feel better, makes me feel less alone. So just a suggestion, my essential is to pray. Then there's the second step, the enhancement to that. What is the enhancement to saying that prayer and sort of calling out what it is that you're struggling with or what it is that you're excited about? And that's to share it with other people. I think that when we aren't alone, is when we feel like we're in communication with other people. And obviously I always believe we're not totally alone because God is there, but I'm a people person. I love being around other people. Sometimes I don't really feel like getting up for that occasion, making, <laughs> making the effort <laughs> to put on a little makeup and cute clothes and take that shower and get out the door and actually go be physically with people. And having those weird, you know, that's a struggle these days too, because we're just trying to be as safe as possible follow all the rules, you know, but I think being in communication with other people is so key. So that's what I would say is the enhancement for me when really focusing on the desires of my heart is to share it with other people I care about who I feel are going to support me. And I've also learned to not share things that are important to me with people who I don't feel are going to be supportive. I am all about some constructive criticism because I don't have it all figured out. And there are plenty of experts who do. And so going to those people that where I value their opinion and their expertise and asking them to weigh in in a constructively critical way, that's a great thing. I'm okay with that as long as it's done again with respect and love. And I think that if I'm going to those people, usually it, it is received in that way. It's a supportive constructive criticism. So I would invite you when you are connecting with other people, making sure that you are choosing the right people who are going to be supportive, even if they have to tell you some hard stuff, as long as in the end, it comes from a place of love and sincere respect and help, talk to those people. Extras. This is where it's hard. This is where we have to do something about it. 
I always talk about purging the clutter if we're talking about a space, getting rid of unused things. And maybe it's time for you to purge the clutter in your heart. Maybe there are so many things that we were inundated with in 2020 and in the past. Maybe there are so many things that your heart is inundated with right now. And it's saying it's enough. I can't take it anymore. Well, guess what? You have the ability to purge the toxic relationships in your life. Might not be that easy. Might be really hard. Might be the hardest thing you've ever had to do. But we have to protect our hearts. Why? Because they're something that God gave to us. We have to treat our hearts with respect. We can't just be doing, doing, doing for everyone else and forget about ourselves. So I think that's the extra. Making those hard choices to say goodbye to maybe somebody who's been in your life forever doesn't mean you can't still pray for them. Doesn't mean you can't still love them and care about them. But you can do that at a distance if that relationship is toxic, if it's hurting you and you know it's hurting you and you're an adult, you know, if it's hurting you, you know, we talk to them about it and we let them go. And I will say some prayers for you because I know that's not going to be simple. Feel free to say some prayers for me. I'll take them. I'll take any prayers you have because that can be really difficult. And maybe purge the stuff that just isn't necessary. Maybe it's not a person. Maybe you have awesome people around you who are super supportive. I hope that's the case. Maybe it's the stuff. Maybe your clutter that's in your home or things that are on your to-do list are cluttering up your heart and you can't even get to God. You can't even get to the desires of your heart. You can't even get to yourself because there's so much clutter that's in your heart that keeps you awake at night that you can't stop thinking about. Say a prayer. Ask God to help you get rid of it. Take that stress and that pain and that struggle. Take it away completely. Ask him to heal you. Might not look like what we would like for that healing process to look like. But if it's in line with what God has for us, his plan for us, which is a plan to prosper us, not to harm us, then it's worth going to him and saying, I need help. So maybe this is a little bit of a heavier episode today, or maybe it's a freeing episode where you can say, you know what? It's time. This maybe wasn't a new year's resolution or an intention that I set for myself, but maybe it's time. And if you're listening to this right now, it's airing before Valentine's Day. <laughs> Maybe your Valentine's Day can be filled with absolute love. And you can start to realize the desires of your heart because you're doing the work. You're praying about this. Maybe it's time you just fall flat on your face and say, I can't do this by myself anymore. There have been many times I've done that. And then, you know, a lesser degree of that, I do that regularly because I am well aware that I cannot do this stuff on my own. So I am grateful that I serve a God who can help me with that. And I am grateful I serve a God who shows me blessings that were unexpected and helps me get closer and closer to the desires of my heart, which ultimately, as my friend Tiffany told me a long time ago, the desires of my heart are actually things that God wants for us. So maybe it's time that you adjust those desires of your heart. And I promise you, you're going to find blessings in that. So thanks. 
for joining me today for this slightly heavy, but maybe freeing episode all about organizing your heart. And you can do that in those three simple steps. And listen, you might have to do that in three simple steps. It's going to take a while. And maybe you do three simple steps and then you're like, oh, I need three more steps. (laughs) There's more. There's more to deal with. Maybe you do it. And then a week later, you do another three steps. But we got to keep our heart at the forefront because, I mean, what's living without following our heart? All right. On that note, I'm going to say I love you and I appreciate you. And thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking to you for the rest of this month, all about how our desires can be met and realized and what that looks like. It's going to be different for all of us. We're going to talk about love languages. Who's heard of Gary Chapman's love languages? If you haven't, go snatch that book up right now. I mean, Amazon or wherever you got to get it, do it. It's so good. I'm sure there's an audio version too. If you're listening to a podcast, maybe that's your jam, but you got to check that out. If you don't know what the five love languages are, I look forward to talking to you about that in upcoming episodes. And I look forward to you finding out what your love language is and the other people around you. Because I will tell you, it's been a blessing in my life. Thankfully, my parents were exposed to that concept many years ago when I was a kid. And I'm a product of the Five Love Languages book. So I am grateful to share with you what that could look like for you. All right. You guys have a wonderful rest of your February and I will talk to you very soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.